When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum Internet has enough speed to handle all your needs, so you can work, game, and stream with speeds up to a gig. Plus, Spectrum's advanced Wi-Fi provides enhanced security for all your connected devices. Get Spectrum Internet with fast and reliable speeds, starting at just $29.99 a month with a two-year price guarantee. Visit spectrum.com slash internet for you for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Restrictions apply. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. When time is of the essence, Ortho Carolina is here for you with convenient urgent care and walk-in services. Ortho Carolina, you improved. This week on Jordan and Jake. Who better to get the team going in the right direction than the quarterback? I might have taken my family down a road that has no, like we won't know what happened. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to season two, I guess, officially, of the Jordan and Jake podcast. And big news, we are now powered by Ortho Carolina. When time is of the essence, Ortho Carolina is here for you with convenient, urgent care and walk-in services. Ortho Carolina you improved. Jake DeLone, my good friend, we are sponsored. We are back for season two. Things are good. How you been, man? I am doing well, Jordan. I think, um, you know, everybody's going through the same situation of uh, kind of a staying at home uh, for the most part. And uh, we're making the most of it, having a lot of family time, uh, doing a lot of chores around the house and, you know, just trying to make the best of it. Well, that's all we're going to talk about, about what's going on okay because this is a podcast about football and fun so we're sticking to that we're not ignoring what's happening but what's i want to know what your life's like all right so you've chosen to slow things down all right spend more time with the family do what we're told what's life like i can't imagine i'm on a limb here that it's not overly that different for the delone family well it's not overly that different because I am, I've always been more of a homebody to begin with. And there's many things that need to be done um, where we live at. Well, you know, with doing the horses, taking care of the grass and things like that. So, but the big difference is we're home every single night because there's no sports or I don't have a function I have to go to. So, and honestly, it's been kind of refreshing. Jordan, I became the Jordan Gross of South Louisiana. We made so a the best looking the man in the area. Is that what you're saying? Yes. On top of that, we made <laughs> a vegetable garden at our house, which we have never done because we just we're not around half the time. We're we're at some park or gym or whatnot. So, I mean, it's unbelievable 
how home and garden television, you know, they fly drones over just to come look at it, just so they can have. Is it, well, what do you plan? You, we were talking earlier in the week, and I haven't talked to you in a long time, so it's great, great to hear your voice. But we talked this week to prep kind of a little bit, and you said you planted a garden, and I said, "Don't tell me anything else. I want to hear it live on the podcast." So give me the rundown, your bed spacing, your your varieties, the whole deal. Okay, you're making me nervous with this all this talk. Um, I want to know. I so got we, a picture. This is an audio podcast, so I'm you're, I'm painting the picture so in my mind. We ju- we made a 20 foot bed, okay? okay, and we made it about 38 inches wide. Nice. I used some some c- cross ties, okay, so like some railroad looking um, pieces mm-hmm. of wood, uh, some cross ties. So yeah. we we kind of made a raised bed, and we planted. Uh, tomato plant, a couple of eggplants, a couple of uh, a bell pepper, a cucumber, and then we planted some in some in some uh, planters. We uh, about three more tomato plants. Uh, let's see, a uh, bell pepper mm. and a cherry tomato plant. So we have five, and then we have two, four, five, and then six in the twenty foot uh, bed. So. We're taking it slow, and we're just every afternoon we go, we water it, and uh, we have nice. it in sun till about three o'clock, three fifteen, three thirty, somewhere around there. It has direct sunlight, um, and so that's that's kind of how we have it. I don't know if we screwed up or not. You did. Uh, you, it sounds it good. Right a lot way. of warm, a lot of warm weather crops, which is much needed in your climate down there. And I'm super Ooh. jealous because we're still getting hard frost as today when I was up prepping for this still a hard frost on the ground so we can't plant any of that stuff outside yet but i got it growing in our greenhouse so we're doing good okay the minute all the all the stay at home is lifted are all your crops going to instantly die and you're going straight back to the grocery store are you now living off the land are you all in we we're definitely going to live off the land um (laughs) listen very spoiled down here many many friends and people that i'm around a lot they have gardens, and everybody who has a garden, they always have too much. And so we're lucky. We get a ton of homegrown uh, cucumbers, tomatoes, and things of that nice. nature. So bell peppers, uh, banana peppers, things like that. So we get a lot of that from, from friends. But no, it- definitely not. We're enjoying this like you would not believe. And the kids, that's what I've enjoyed the most. They they were very helpful and uh, when we got the vegetable mulch and, and getting everything kind of uh, using the tiller, getting everything uh, made. The, the kids were very helpful, and they wanted to be a part of it, and that's what I enjoyed the most. Here's what's funny, Jake, is it's like we're in this movie where you've got modern-day resources such as internet and podcasting, but then <laughs> you're, everyone's living like it's the 40s a little bit. You know, like, eh, I don't know if we should head to town. That's a big haul down to get groceries, you know, let's just make dinner at home or the kids are helping make the garden and bike riding has become an actual thing that people are doing. It's just, I wonder how much will stick because people like it. Like you're saying, right? Oh, I'm around my kids more. We're not as busy, da, da, da. But the minute the gates are released, I feel like most folks are just going to go right back to the craziness, you know, it'd be interesting to Uh, see. Yeah, it'd be interesting. But I will say this. My kids, you know, they they will go outside before all this happened. They they were they were still outside, want to do things and be active in that in that nature. So that's yeah. you know, hopefully hopefully it stays the same. 
I was thinking about this the other day about how things are right now. And I was like, this would be a movie script that you would, that you could pitch. Our buddy Khalil, Ryan Khalil could pitch this in Hollywood and they'd say, all right, the year's 2020. All right. There's a global pandemic. The whole world is, the economies are faltering and the whole world is shut down. There's no sports. Universities are closed. Da da da. And they'd be like, nah, that doesn't sound real. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that, that's not going to happen. Well, hold on now. <laughs> yeah. It never happened. Speaking of Ryan Khalil. Yeah. So, Television rarely comes on in our household, especially right now. Just, you know, we're trying to keep yeah. everything positive. So, well, last night about 8.30, after I ate dinner, showered, uh, you know, put on the TV just to kind of, you know, see, well, I went to Sports Center because I want, I want to see some sports or something. Yep. The 2006 National Championship football game, USC versus Texas, the replay was on for whatever reason. and. I was mesmerized watching Ryan Khalil play center and then Dwayne Jarrett, just a couple of ex-teammates that we had. So you talked about Ryan, and I'm going to bring that up. I watched him play uh, play last night in college. Not so. bad athletes on the field at that. No, that, there that was game. Uh, there was a uh, a great deal of NFL football players yeah. that played a long, long time. Did you hear? So, the, there's like a E60 or something about that. ESPN did a like a in-depth on that game and Khalil was interviewed and he was talking about how annoyed he was at Matthew McConaughey after the game, like doing this flying Superman wings, running around celebrating the Longhorn victory. But And Khalil was so pissed he was doing it, but he thinks he's such a good actor that he couldn't be that mad at him. <laughs> that sounds like Ryan. But you, here's the flip side. Had USC won, then Will Ferrell would have been riding Bevo the Bull around, and they would have thought that was funny. So, oh, absolutely. Know, I mean, that's just that's just the whole, you know, Ryan, the USC thing, I guess. I got a, I got a big problem, though, right now at my house. We talk about TV, and so we're, we're lucky with being here on our farm. There's plenty of stuff to do and outside stuff, and I feel incredibly fortunate that we – that we have the space we have. And I don't, and I don't like, I, I recognize that, but we don't, we go in and we got a routine going, Jake. And we started it. Oh, last week, every night or so we're watching on Hulu. We started the current season of American Idol. Okay. If okay. you remember, I used to be like a real big American Idol fan. I even went and covered the finale with the local Charlotte Fox station one year. And I like the show. Well, we've, we've had a reawakening in our house. Current lineup is Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and Luke Bryan. So good judges, right? Good talent. Very, very much so, yes. But we're in the Hollywood round, and things are going fine. And I haven't looked ahead because I don't want to break it, especially my daughter, Rainey, who's 10. She's so into it that at some point, the show goes live. Correct. Right? And so it, we might and run up the- against a dead end. I might have taken my family down a road that has no... I, like we won't know what happened is I and so someone out there I, knows but I haven't had the heart to look ahead yet I'm just living in the ignorance that I still have a couple more episodes on Hulu I know well Jordan we're addicted to American Idol also and we love Sunday nights and we've been lucky with the weather sitting outside we're putting it on outside we're watching it and so we're we're under the same kind of deal we're hoping that we don't run up against. Um, well, what? Where are you? At? Are you? Are you? No, we're we're Hawaii? current. We're current. We're we. No, we're in Hawaii. We're already in Hawaii, Jordan. I mean, we can't. Are you watching we didn't, this season? 
Yes, this season. Okay, so see, I don't want to. I don't want to mess you up. I, I'm so stressed out about this, Jake. Ah, oh, because then we're gonna have yes. to go back. Like we're gonna hit a dead end. Then we're gonna have to go back and watch like season two of Lionel Richie, and then we'll know it's old. We'll already know who's won because they talk about. It's just a mess, Jake. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. Uh, Yes, we're current. We're current, but oh, we did hey. we did try try to do the movie situation at the house, you know, with yeah. Lindsay, the youngest, now thirteen. And so, hey, what about some older movies? And so yeah. they wanted to watch a few good men. We watched that, and uh, Ooh, then intense. One, one of can the they Rockies, handle the truth? That's my question. They can, they can handle the truth. Now, I will say this: one of the Rocky, you know, the Rocky yeah. movies. So Lauren, the oldest, wanted to watch. Let's watch Rocky one night, then Rocky two, then three, then four. Well, yeah. the first Rocky is the one I have seen the least amount of times. And yeah. man, it's slow until the last <laughs> 30 minutes. So we, Lindsay literally got knocked out falling asleep within the first 30 minutes because it was so slow. And that was rough. So we didn't start out the best on the movie watching. Well, we, we decided to watch. We're doing the same thing with the older movies, like educating our children. But our problem is we've got such a spread. We've got a three-year-old. This is horrible. Oh, but I'm gonna gosh. Say it anyways. We've got a three-year-old, and then we have a 14-year-old, right? So you want to have family night. So we're like, hey, we started talking to kids about this movie we used to think was awesome called Tremors. Do you remember that movie with Kevin Bacon yeah. where there's this yes. monster that li <laughs> lives in the ground? Jordan. It's like a giant... Jordan. Jordan, I'm yeah. scared of scary movies. I did not watch no, any of those It's things. not that scary. Like, I remembered it as being funny, right? So we of course you Tremors. would. We watched we Tremors, and our three-year-old, oh, it's so horrible, but he watches it with us, <laughs> and he's good at pulling the blanket over his head. So like, uh-oh, here comes the giant snake thing out of the out of the ground. and it, But it's, like, not graphic, you know? But it's still yeah. bad enough. Well, Boone, that's his name, you know, Boone became obsessed. It didn't scare him, but he's obsessed with, he calls the monster Tremor. He's obsessed with Tremor. So everywhere we go now, we got to talk about if Tremor could make it through, could Tremor get through that mountain? Oh my gosh. Could, but could Tremor get through that lake? No, I don't think Tremor can go. Watch out, Dada, you're on dirt. Tremor's coming, you know, and he just is obsessed. Well, then... Last week we had an earthquake, Jake. I we heard had about a that. Six point five Richter scale earthquake. When the first, guess what the first question out of Boone's mouth was? It has to be tremor. Was that tremor? Now, what time said, of day and did you I, feel it? Okay, well, yeah. So I told him, yeah, it probably was tremor, and he thought that was the coolest thing ever. But okay, so I was pumping. We went and got chickens. We got ten laying hens from this farm about an hour away they were selling them so me and boone went and got chicken so i'm at the gas station pumping gas doing it like with a i get i got like my napkins i'm doing the handle with napkins because sure, i'm like sure. you know trying to be clean and all of a sudden when you have kids you know like half the time when i'm pumping gas and there's kids in the car the truck's rocking anyways because yes. they're fighting or goofing off or they're like go raiding my gum stash, whatever. So all of a sudden my truck starts shaking a bit and I have 10 chickens in the back and a three-year-old in the back seat. So I just figure, I don't even think anything. I just figure something's causing a fuss. 
Yeah. So I get in the truck and head home. My sister calls me. Oh my God, did you feel the earthquake? Our house was shaking. I was like, no, when? Just a minute ago. And I thought, oh, that must have been the shake. And that's why when I got in the truck, Boone was asking about Trimmer. Wow. So then we get home and, and Dana and the kids were outside. They didn't even feel it. So if you're not in a building, it's not as severe, evidently, because they were outside. Huh. But people were, were making a fuss about that. But no, good times. I'm with you, man. It's awesome. Spend time. And the other thing that's been cool is the, the connection. People are staying in touch yes. more, it seems like. A lot of calls from a lot of people. But That's have what I'm, been... I have been enjoying. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and we got the sponsorship on this podcast, Jordan and Jake, brought to you by Ortho Carolina. So I... We, we are big time and people want to hear about Panther news. So we probably better spend a little bit of time talking about what's been going on. Jake, are you following any Panther news at all? Or are you just clocked out and you're only watching uh, Rocky no. movies and American I, Idol? I follow the Panther. I have the Panther app. So I get an alert if anything happens, but I am a football junkie. I love football, especially professional football. So I follow it religiously and listen different football team this is going to be a different football team um it will be a matt rule football team his stamp so listen we can talk we can hit it right off the bat cam newton gone teddy bridgewater in complete different style of quarterback and where does cam end up i mean that's the biggest story i've been contacted by many uh, media uh, sites and things like that to go and talk about Cam. And I didn't play with him. You did. You have a better perspective. But, you know, Carolina and no other team in the NFL has – nobody ever saw a quarterback like him. I, I liken him to Julius Peppers minus 25 pounds playing quarterback. That's what he was. And so where does he end up? And does he get a starting job this year? And, I mean, I think it's just so fascinating. And I know it's not – panthers but yet it is panthers because he's not the panther anymore right well somebody's gonna get him and and this whole offseason is just so weird you don't there's no normal you know um thank goodness that the combine was able to happen or even the draft which is already going to be interesting and uh, but I'll, i'm excited to, to tune in and watch it and, and the, in the works you and i might be doing a web event during the draft so that'd be fun i look forward to that but Somebody's going to get Cam, and people have talked about it at length, and we don't need to go on and on, but he's going to be fired up about his departure from Carolina and, and motivated to do well. So he, he'll, be, he'll be in uniform come fall, and if they're, you know, as long as the season continues, he'll be making an impact on some team. And, and, and the motivated Cam Newton is a pretty talented player. But I agree with the move. I think – the thing I'm seeing when I look at all of our free agent acquisitions, Jake, is it, I really feel like it's been so smart because this is already going – everything was – if everything was normal and we weren't living in the futuristic movie that we're, that we're currently in, uh, then it would have been a big transition anyways for Matt Rule and his staff, right? But now right. you got all the variables that are going on, and there's more. it's more complicated than even you and I can imagine when you talk about building your, your staff and meeting. I mean, it's, they're going to have their hands – they're going to be way behind whenever this does get started up again, they as in the coaching staff. So to bring in so many players with familiarity, even if it's just on a personal level, you know, like Robbie Anderson – no, that that was an awesome pickup, in my opinion, for the player he is, but also for his relationship 
uh, with rule going back to college or the O-line coach bringing in um, Russell Okung. The, 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 they're ahead of the game when there's already relationships built and familiarity. And it, and it doesn't, you can't exemplify that any more than Bridgewater coming in and knowing Joe Brady already. I agree totally on that. And that's what I've loved more than anything. Um, I read Robbie Anderson's quote. I read to hear Whitehead's quote, uh, quotes. When he was at Temple, Rule was an assistant. And it's like they want to play for him. And they talk about how, what I like, he's going to push you, but he's going to make you better. And when players want to come back and play for a coach that know push them to the brink, but they know they've gotten better, that's what I love more than anything. But another factor is go back to the Joe Brady and the Bridgewater. We signed from the XFL P.J. Walker, an ex-Matt Rule quarterback who he had at Temple. So that's another someone we can add to the mix. And who's who, who better, and I'm biased, who better to get the team going in the right direction than the quarterbacks? And no, if you have right. two – yeah, if you have two of the three that, that have a, a comfort level, one with the offense, with Teddy and Coach Brady, and then two with uh, P.J. Walker and Matt Rule, that brings the team along quicker. So very, very excited about uh, some of the signings because we didn't win free agency. And what I mean by winning, all the teams that, to me, would win the free agency in March, they're the teams that weren't good last year and they're not going to be good this year. It just <laughs> seems like... Because at Cleveland, they've won free agency how many years in a row? And this year, it's been very quiet. So you're liable to see Cleveland actually have a good year. Yeah, you're right. I think uh, Whitehead, Tier Whitehead, was one of the pickups that was as smart, not smarter than Teddy Bridgewater, in my opinion, but incredibly smart. With Luke retiring, you, I mean, how do you replace that productivity, that leadership, all of those things that Luke is? Well, this is a huge acquisition. He's led his team in tackles with the Raiders last four years, I believe, and was a man of the year nominee, like father of, I think he's got four, 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 sons. four boys. Yeah. Four yeah. Boys, right. And when I've listened to his interviews, it's just like, it, it just screams to me leadership and, and uh, productivity on the field and the right guy. He's even got the same number as Luke. Right. So, that one's big as well, and, and Jake, we'll talk more about it as we get closer to the season, but the defense really seems like, I mean, we're gearing up on offense. There's so many receivers that we've picked up for Joe Brady to play, to put in different places. Got an O-lineman, got a tight end, beefing up. But defensively now, we got to start seeing some, some, some more positions being filled with uh, James Bradbury leaving, who's going to be at a corner, you know. What do you think about the defense? Well, we, there's some holes that need to be filled. I don't think there's any doubt. I really like the signing. Okay, so you get Trey Boston back. And who? And let's think about it. Trey's the leader of that defense. When You know, you have Shaq, and then you have Trey Boston. Trey's very vocal, so you have the back-end leader, and you have the front leader, and then KK's coming back. And look, I'm looking at it like this. We have signed one of the top five free agents in this class, or we have a top five pick. When I look at K.K. Short, because he wasn't around last year. So I look at it at a brand new edition. We have the seventh overall pick. So anxious to see who falls to us, who's there, what are we thinking, do we take somebody, uh, does somebody offer us something uh, to move up to draft someone, and do we get an extra pick? So, But I, you would think, Jordan, and watching the games, that run defense needs a little help. 
and KK is one of the one of the uh, guys can help. Whitehead's one of the ones, but I would think we need some more beef somewhere along there uh, to help to shore up the run defense. Where do you fit on the draft spectrum? So I was talking to Joe Person, you know, covers the Panthers for a number of years for the Athletic. Now he said, with the seventh pick, the Carolina Panthers select, and I said best available player, and he, you know, laughed at that answer. But do you are you a guy who thinks you draft for need or draft for value? I think you draft for value. And let's go back to Ryan Khalil. When we drafted him, we had just signed Justin Hartwick to a big free agent contract from the Tennessee Titans to be our center. Ryan, I think, stuck out like a sore thumb in the second round on our board. And what does Marty do? He drafts Ryan Khalil and the best center Carolina has ever had. Multiple, all, multiple pro bowler and all pro. You draft value. In my opinion, best player. What about you? Right. Yeah, I, I totally agree, and, and Marty's done that well. But Dave, that was a big thing with Dave Gettleman, and I attribute him to kind of pay, like teaching me through discussions in the lunchroom that that is what you do. He just said, if you can get a Ferrari for the price of a Ford, you got to get the Ferrari, you know, because you'll never be upset to have too many good players. And then the other thing is, if you get a guy, okay, so let's say we all decide that we need a – the defensive defensive tackle let's say and by the seventh pick the top d tackle on the board is your 25th highest player in the draft but based on our scouts that we pay money to 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 rank right well then that guy's always like if he plays if he lives up to what you scouted him at as a 25th pick in the draft but you picked him seventh you're not going to be happy with his performance if he's exactly what you scouted him to be if you reach for him so it just there's not a connection there between the process which is the big word in the panthers building right now there's not a connection between the process and then what you actually execute and do if you're not taking guys where you value them so let's say we have we've signed a ton of receivers right but let's say at the seventh pick and i don't and this isn't the case i don't think but at the seventh pick you've got a receiver that you value as the third player in the draft even though we've already signed a bunch of receivers, you got to get that guy because he's outstanding value and you're playing it smart. So I agree with that totally. If you, all things equal, Jake, what would you like to see picked seventh overall? Jordan, I'm going to be very honest with you. I am a big believer in the guys up front, offense and defensive line. We have the premier running back in the National Football League. In Christian McCaffrey. So if if we have a lineman that we think is a top five lineman and he's there, offensive lineman, it can't hurt us to get a lineman. And the way we had trouble stopping the run, if we have somebody up front that's that is is just we have him graded high that can help us stop the run. Uh, that's that's kind of where I'm leaning, Jordan. To be very honest with you, I just I think you win from the inside out. I mean, you got to have a quarterback. We address that need. Um, we obviously feel very comfortable, we meaning Joe Brady and the Panthers, that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be that guy for us. Um, so let's either protect him or let's get somebody that's going to make the quarterback for the other team very shaky. And one thing I know, speaking from experience, anytime I had inside pressure, that's the worst thing ever for a quarterback when you have internal pressure. Yeah. Well, there's – I'm with you on the evaluation. I would love to have a defensive lineman. I, I think Burns, I'm excited for Brian Burns for next year. I really hope he can continue to develop and, and 
and come on as a pass rusher. It'd be awesome to have somebody else in there disrupting that. And as you said, from the inside's the worst because pressure, <laughs> defensive pressure from the inside up the middle makes life for an offensive tackle absolutely horrible because most of you quarterbacks and you were you were actually <laughs> really good at this. You did not do this very often, but most of you quarterbacks. As you would, if you see a big scary guy running towards you from up the middle, you're going to run away from him. And where does that take you? Right to the defensive end that you're trying to push back. Exactly. And then those stupid guards and centers don't get the sack on their resume. I do. All right. Not that I'm bitter about this or that it ever happens. That sounds very selfish. (laughs) I'm a selfish guy. You know that, Jake. Jordan and Jake brought to you by Ortho Carolina. I like saying that, man. We you have a nice ring to it. I mean, it's a jingle like no other. I should play some music. Jordan and Jake brought to you. All right. Uh, we're, we're not weekly at this point, but we'll be doing more and more podcasts. So our buddy, Jared Allen, I know I got to, I didn't play with him. We were in the Pro Bowl a time or two together, uh, but he was with Carolina when I was working for the team during that 15 season. Great dude. I saw he said that why are they televising the draft? It's the most boring sporting event ever. What, what about? I like the draft. I like. I thought that was so hilarious that he said that. A guy that's like Hall of Fame worthy saying that the draft is the most boring sporting event ever. I loved it. Well, isn't that so, Jared Allen of Jared Allen? I mean, that sounds just like I love the draft because I think one. I'm still waiting for my name to be called mm-hmm. for many, many years. Every time they would pack up, mean they meaning the equipment managers who would go to New York for the draft that the, they would, you know, they're the ones on the headsets that turn in the card. And I would always tell Jackie miles and Don Toner seventh round, just draft me, please. I'm just dying <laughs> to get my name called. I wasn't lucky like you to be a first rounder. And to be in the yep. green room with the suit and all that. I didn't I wasn't go. Lucky like I stayed that. at home. I know. I, I just, guys. I know. I know. I just uh, had to throw that in there. But I love it. I, I think it's great. I mean, it's just the expectation. And this year, with everything going on, people, you want to kind of maybe break away from the, the outside world, so to speak. And this oh, can be something be awesome. that's live. And um, we can, you know, envision what the future Panther might look like. Jared has invited me a couple times to go down to his uh, golf tournament in Arizona, and it's like you play nighttime golf with with uh, night vision goggles, and then at the end of the night, you do a giant slip and slide. I have a feeling uh, there's not a golf <laughs> clap involved. I would think yeah, there's no hooping no. and hollering. That's I got to get down there once I'm once I'm, we're done distancing ourselves. I'm going to get down. But Jake. Uh, that's it for today. Good show, man. Way to kick off season two. I'm excited to catch up in American Idol so I can talk to you uh, about where what we think of the contestants. And I just got my fingers crossed that out of all humanity, American Idol figures out how to keep it going because that's what my household needs right now. How are you going to explain it to your ten year old if you just if if there's a if there's a pause? That's the well, it's question. probably worth right, her birthday's on Easter Sunday actually, and she was she was born on Easter Sunday, which was pretty cool. And she's wanting to plan her party, and we're trying to navigate. You know, hey, let's do a virtual thing or whatever. But worse than that might be if American Idol doesn't come through. So Jake. Good job, man. I'll talk to you soon. I'm going to sign us off one last time, brother. 
Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. When time is of the essence, rest assured, Ortho Carolina is here for you on your time with convenient, urgent care and walk-in services. Learn more at orthocarolina.com slash urgent care. Ortho Carolina, you improved. How'd I do? That is so impressive. It's un and, and like you didn't have to read anything. You just knew it off the top of your head. I read it. It's on my computer right now. But you know, oh. it's weird on the on the script that Matt sent me or D- DL. It says like orthocarolina.com slash or it's spelled out. It's not well, like an actual website address. Well, we all were PE majors, right? I can't if I mess players. it up, I'm a real idiot. Because it's it's <laughs> written down exactly how i'm supposed to say it so oh they're they're protecting the they're protecting the jocks that's all that's they're right. just all right buddy jocks. great take care have you. a great week we'll see you soon yep <laughs>